You're listening to the Peak Performance Project, the show dedicated to helping you go from underdog to elite in your sport. I'm Tommy Clark, a certified nutrition coach with experience coaching athletes from the high school level all the way up to the professional level. And if you're looking to maximize your athletic performance through proven nutrition, training, and mindset strategies, this is the podcast for you. Let's get it. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode here on the Peak Performance Project. I'm your host, Tommy Clark, and today we are discussing the three keys to gaining lean muscle without getting chubby. And this has to be like the most common concern I hear when basketball players or any athlete really messages me asking, how can I build muscle? Then I tell them, you have to eat more calories and you burn. Then they proceed to ask me, well, how do I do that without getting fat? And the reality is, it's a lot easier than you think. And in today's podcast, I want to outline the three main things that I see athletes doing wrong that lead to that assumption that eating in a surplus is going to lead to them getting chubby and fluffy and slow and lethargic and all that stuff that we don't want as an athlete. So if you want to avoid that, if you actually want to put on lean muscle tissue the most effective way, you're going to want to listen to the end of this episode for sure. And as always, if you find value out of it, definitely be sure to I almost said drop a like. I've been recording YouTube videos recently, and it's kind of a reflex at this point. But if you enjoy this video, definitely share it with another athlete who you think will benefit from it. If you know anyone who's trying to put on muscle, maybe you've been stuck uh, at a plateau or something like that, definitely send this their way. If you know any coaches, parents, anyone who would benefit from this information, definitely send this podcast episode their way. And one way that you can do that if you don't have anyone in mind is take a screenshot of the episode and post it on your Instagram story and then tag me in it. That way, obviously, it's the show out there, and it allows me to connect with you, see what you enjoyed about the show, what your takeaways were, and also get an idea of what and who you want to hear on the podcast going forward. And last but not least, before we get into the actual content for today's episode, if you want more free content like this and exclusive free content, definitely sign up for the email community. And when you do that, and by the way, that link is the first one down in the description below. Um, and when you do that, you're going to get a free 40-page ebook going over the four most common nutritional mistakes that I see athletes make that are quite literally destroying your performance on the basketball court. So definitely check that out. You'll get that ebook. You'll get a video series that goes along with it and access to any other free resources that I put out in the future, which will be plenty. So if you want access to that stuff and to stay up to date on any content that I'm putting out, definitely sign up for that. All you need is your name, your email, and uh, just fill that out down below, and you'll be all set completely for free. And as always, really appreciate you tuning into the episode. Hope you enjoy it. And without any further ado, let's get into today's episode where we're discussing the three keys to gaining lean muscle mass without getting chubby. All right, so when it comes to gaining lean muscle without getting chubby, without getting super fluffy or fat, there's a couple key things that we want to keep in mind. And this is one of the main concerns I hear from a lot of basketball players or athletes in general who know they need to put on some muscle mass, know that it would help them perform better, give them more confidence on the court, on the field, whatever. But for whatever reason, they're just being held back by the the fear of gaining excess body fat, which I understand because really when it comes to athletic performance, there's no good reason to put on extra body fat. Like it doesn't really help you with anything. And it can, it's only going to weigh you down. So I understand the fear of putting on body fat. But if you go about gaining muscle the correct way, 
you can actually avoid a good deal of that. And there's like three main mistakes that I want to go over today um, that are the reason behind why so many athletes have this correlation between bulking up and getting fluffy or getting chubby. And there's these three things that we can avoid and, and really keep in mind to make sure that this process goes smoothly. So the first really, the first mistake and the major mistake, the kind of root cause of getting uh, too chubby, gaining too much body fat, gaining more body fat than you do muscle in some cases, which is just not a good combination, not a, not a formula for success right there. The main driver of that is the calorie surplus being too large. So I wrote a blog about this a couple of weeks back. I think it was either last week or the week before about uh, your guide to gaining muscle as a team sport athlete. And in it, I talked about how you obviously need to be in a calorie surplus to gain muscle. So we know you need to be eating more calories than you're burning to effectively maximize muscle gain. Now, a lot of athletes understand this and a lot of athletes hear this and take this way too far. So if you remember from the blog article, if you haven't read it, I'll link it in the description down below. But if you remember from the blog article, the surplus only needs to be about 300 to 500 calories at first. You don't need to go crazy with it. Yet what you'll see a lot of athletes doing is ending up in a 600, 700, even 1,000 calorie plus surplus. And of course, at that point, you're going to put on some excess body fat. Because what it, what is, what's important to remember is that muscle gain is a slow process. At a certain point, eating more and more calories, even though you might think, oh, to put on more muscle, I just got to eat more calories. At a certain point, eating more calories is only going to result in you gaining excess body fat. You're not going to speed up the process of muscle growth even further. So while muscle growth, well, a calorie surplus is necessary for muscle growth, at a certain point, muscle growth is kind of limited. And eating more isn't going to help you gain more muscle. It's just going to put you in a position where you start to get chubby, you start to get fluffy, and it starts actually negatively impacting the way you perform on the court, the way you feel off the court, and obviously your confidence, because then you start feeling less lean and like, oh, am I doing things right? And all that stuff starts to happen. So the first major mistake I see athletes make all the time is um, eating in too large of a calorie surplus. So remember, 300, 300 to 500 calorie surplus is where you want to go and start off with that. So remember, you're going to calculate your maintenance using a formula. Usually I use the Harris-Benedict equation. You can just look up calorie calculator, Harris-Benedict on YouTube or not YouTube. Uh, you probably do that too, but look it up on Google. Use one of the calculators that comes up. If you need to have any questions about that, just drop a comment below or like message me or something. But you're going to do that and then you're going to eat 300 to 500 more calories then your maintenance calories. So remember, your maintenance calories are exactly that, the amount of calories that you need to eat to maintain your weight. So in order to get into that calorie surplus that we're talking about, you're going to take those maintenance calories and add 300 to 500 calories. So let's say, for example, your maintenance comes out to like 3,000 calories. If that's the case, then the amount that you would need to eat to get into a surplus and effectively maximize muscle growth would theoretically be somewhere around 3,300 to 3,500 calories. So you're going to start off there at first. Eat that calorie amount for roughly two weeks and monitor your weight, monitor your progress. And if your weight isn't increasing at the desired rate, uh, which I'll get into in a second, if your, rate isn't in, if your weight isn't increasing at the desired rate, 
then you're going to go ahead and increase calories by 5% and wash, rinse, and repeat. Where a lot of people go wrong is they way overshoot that initial calorie surplus. And sure, you'll gain muscle, you'll gain weight, but you're going to be in a position where now um, you, you're gaining fat as well. And the ratio of fat to muscle you gain is not going to be favorable. So go ahead and do that instead. Go into a little bit more of a moderate to mild calorie surplus and you'll save yourself a lot of frustration. So again, eat in that 300 to 500 calories plus, <clears throat> assess progress over the course of two weeks. If you're not making progress in um, the rate, which I mentioned a couple minutes ago, a couple seconds ago, the optimal rate for muscle growth or, gain, or weight gain to promote muscle growth while minimizing fat gain is somewhere around 1% of your body weight per month. Now, obviously this is gonna be dependent on the individual, Someone who's just starting out is probably going to be able to gain weight a little bit more quickly and be totally fine. A very advanced athlete who's been training for over a decade is probably going to be gaining at a very slow rate. The average rate that you're going to want to go after is somewhere around 1% of your body weight per month. That's a pretty safe goal to aim for so you don't gain too quickly that you gain a bunch of body fat and get super heavy and lethargic and clunky, but you're gaining at a rate where it's going to be noticeable. Because think about it, 1% of your body weight per month for a 200 pound individual like myself, roughly 200 pounds, 1% of your body weight per month is two pounds. Math is hard, but it's two pounds. Two pounds is a pretty considerable amount of muscle mass or lean mass or mostly lean mass that you're going to be gaining. So remember that. And if you're not gaining at that 1% of your body weight per month or a quarter of a percent of your body weight per week, if you're not gaining at that rate over the course of two weeks, then you'll want to slightly increase your calorie intake. But remember, just don't start off too hard or uh, too aggressive of a calorie deficit from the get-go. So that's mistake number one. Error number two that I see a lot of people make or a lot of athletes make in general is the um, failure to have structure. So there's, there's a lack of structure in your nutrition plan. And what you'll find is that error number two leads to error number one. So error number two, the lack of structure or the uh, quote unquote seafood diet, which is a lame attempt at a pun. Um, you see food and you eat it, eating anything and everything in sight. That sort of approach to your nutrition is going to lead to that very, very large calorie surplus. And what happens when you go into that very, very large calorie surplus, you end up putting on more body fat than muscle and you end up getting chubby, and you're like, why didn't this work? I was in a calorie surplus. Why do I look worse than I did before? Why do I feel worse than I did before? Because you were in that calorie surplus that was too large, not moderate, and um, that happened because of a lack of structure. A lot of athletes have this misconception that nutrition only matters or nutrition only really needs to be paid attention to when you're trying to lose body fat. And that's just simply not true. I would argue that having structure around your nutrition plan is just as important as uh, just as important during a muscle building phase as it is during a fat loss phase, because you still need to worry about how many calories you're eating. You still need to worry about your macronutrient intake, your micronutrients. If you're eating like crap and you're in a calorie surplus, cool, you'll gain weight, but you're going to feel like crap. So you want to make sure you feel good on the core, right? Okay, cool. So you got to have structure around your nutrition plan and having structure whether that's tracking your macros, whether it's having a meal schedule of certain times that you eat and just keeping a consistent structure. You don't have to track your macros, but that's really the gold standard for this. 
just having some sort of structure is going to help keep your calorie surplus in a position where you're actually maximizing muscle growth. And you again, you can gain muscle, gain weight, get stronger, look better, get faster, feel more confident, and do that while minimizing fat gain. So number two, just make sure that you have some structure. Again, whether that's tracking macros or not is up to you. My opinion is that it's the, the way to go for most athletes if you have the discipline to do that. And it's not that hard. I'll make another video on that later. But having some sort of structure there and, um, and, and doing that is going to be the best way to keep you in a position where, you're, again, you're maximizing that muscle growth while minimizing fat gain. So that's mistake number two. Mistake number three that I see all the time is having this intense focus on the scale number and sort of eating so that the scale goes up every single day. I promise you, if you eat to see the scale go up every single day, you're gonna end up in a, at a point where you gained excess body fat and you're not happy with how you look or how you feel. The reality is your weight fluctuates. This is talked about a lot when it comes to fat loss because people will freak out if they don't lose X amount of weight in a week and like slash calories and stuff like that. And we know that your weight fluctuates your weight can fluctuate 1% all the way up to 3% of your body weight per overnight, literally overnight. So again, 200 pound individual, I could wake up 198 tomorrow or 202. And that's totally normal. I could wake up 203, 204. And while that's a little bit more of a drastic fluctuation, that's still not really out of the ordinary. So Again, keep in mind, your weight's going to fluctuate and you don't want to make these drastic decisions like you wake up two pounds lighter the next day, so you increase by 500 calories. You don't want to do that because then you're going to end up in a position where, again, it takes us back to mistake number one and you end up in a position where you're eating way more calories than you actually need and you're putting on excess body fat that you don't want. So don't get caught up in the number on the scale specifically, obviously, the number on the scale is going to be a key indicator of how you're progressing. So if you're not gaining weight at all over the course of weeks and months, yeah, something's not right there. You probably want to get the calories up. But the scale fluctuating overnight really shouldn't be a reason for you to make drastic calorie adjustments. So then the question becomes, what do you pay attention to? How do you know when to, to make these adjustments? How do you know when to increase calories by 5% if you're not gaining weight or not, not making progress? What I recommend you do is weigh in every single day. And not for the reason that you think. You think that you need to worry about little fluctuations and stress out about, oh, I'm up two pounds today, I'm down two pounds tomorrow, this and that. Not at all. The reason why I want you to weigh yourself every single day is in order to look at the averages. So weekly averages tell us a much better story around how you're actually progressing. So if your weight, if your average weight increases from week one to week two, if you take the average of those seven days, the average of the second seven days, and you see an increase, it's pretty likely that you gained weight. And that's a pretty reliable measurement and vice versa. If you lost weight from week one to week two, on average, it's a pretty good indicator that you lost weight. So we're gonna use that to guide our progress, to guide our adjustments and decide whether or not to increase calorie intake. We're not gonna use the daily fluctuations. Another thing to keep in mind, if you're, especially if you're first getting started, if 
you don't necessarily gain weight, even if you take averages and the weekly average doesn't change or even goes down a little bit, don't be so quick to jack up calories. What I would look at is, okay, do I look better in the mirror? Do I look more muscular? If that's the case, I wouldn't rush to make an adjustment. That's good. That's good progress. And on top of that, if you're making strength gains and you're getting stronger, you're feeling better in the gym, you're progressing, your energy feels good. Again, I wouldn't rush to jack up the calories. So there's a lot more that goes into it besides the scale number. So if you look visually like you're getting, like you're making progress, you look more muscular, you look bigger, and you're getting stronger and performing better in your workouts in the gym or at home now that we're all in quarantine, if you're feeling better in your skill workouts and you're feeling faster, stronger, more explosive, don't be so quick to jack up calories. Again, our goal here is to put you in the best position to be the best basketball player you can be. That doesn't necessarily mean packing on 20 pounds. If you're the same weight, but you're stronger and you look better and you feel more confident, that's amazing. So again, just don't be so quick to jack up calorie for the sake of seeing the number on the scale go up. So those are the three main mistake, mistakes I see all the time. Number one, eating in too big of a calorie surplus. Number two, having no structure and kind of following the seafood diet where you eat whatever, and that usually leads to eating crappy foods that just don't make you feel good, uh, and they're really easy to overeat and lead to you going into too much of a calorie surplus. And lastly, um, again, being too fixated with the number on the scale and, and trying to have that go up every single day. And the second two mistakes, so two and three, typically lead back to number one. So the main takeaway for you is make sure you're in an appropriate calorie surplus. Yes, you should be eating more than you're burning if your goal is to put on muscle and put on weight and get stronger and perform better on the court, but you don't want to be in too much of a calorie surplus. Just moderation, as always, just make sure it's appropriate for your needs. And as always, if you have any questions about this stuff, just shoot me a DM on Instagram, at Nutrition. Follow me if you haven't already. If you're looking to learn about some other really common mistakes that I see athletes make all the time, I'm going to put the link for my free ebook down below. Um, it's a 40-page ebook going over the four most common nutritional mistakes that I see athletes make, especially basketball players that are likely destroying your performance on the court. So if you want to make sure you're avoiding those and making sure that you're really maximizing your ability to perform, I'd highly recommend checking that out. It's completely free. There's also a video series that comes along with it. And I'm also opening up a Facebook community for um, the athletes in there that's actually going to be launching later this week. It's going to be so dope. So really would highly recommend getting in there. It's completely free. Again, you'll find that link in the description down below. And as always, if you found value out of this podcast or this YouTube video, whatever format you're watching it in or listening to it in, if you found value out of this piece of content, I'd really appreciate it if you, want, if you went ahead and shared it with one other athlete or coach who you think this would benefit. So if you know anyone, a teammate, family member, if you're a parent, share this with a kid, like anyone who you think would benefit from this sort of information would really appreciate it if you went ahead and sent it their way. And one way that you could do that is actually by taking this, this is for the podcast people who are listening to this, take a screenshot of this episode and post it on your Instagram story. Tag me in it too, so that way I can see who's listening, say thank you personally, and help you out in any way possible. If you have questions, if there's anything I can clarify for you, I want to help you out, and I want to add as much free value as possible, and make sure you're in a position to truly maximize your athletic performance. So go ahead and do all that stuff. Let me know if you have any questions, 
And be sure you tune in for the next podcast episode, which will be a listener Q&A on Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern time. So I'll talk to you then.